0: Hi there, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios inside the Manus Business Center located at the corner of Broad Street and Turner-McCall in downtown Rome, Georgia. And we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune.
1: I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kislett with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Good morning, Roger. Hello, Thomas. How are we? Oh, splendid.
0: You're always in a good mood,
1: Thomas. Yeah. I mean, there's always something going on, you know, always something to be excited about. We have Manufacturing Week this week. We have a big golf tournament. We have ribbon cuttings. We had one, you know, X-Up Grill. Those folks were here before.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I've actually eaten there. It's great.
1: Right. Friday, we have a fashion show and uh, some some after-hour drinks at the uh, Flippy Hippie. Well, a- she's Anna, been on the show Anna before. Been, yeah, have been here before. So right. yeah, it's always something. Last week, we've been up in Somerville, um, Howard Finster, Paris Garden, um, for the ribbon cutting. Uh, 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 so you got all
0: this going on and a podcast.
1: And a podcast. <laughs> hey, it's things to be happy about, right? Sure. Well,
0: we do have a couple of great guests here. And uh, as usual, would you mind introducing them, please?
1: Absolutely. So we have today two guests, and I'm happy to introduce Daniel Mulkey. He's with Mulkey Dumpster Rental. And then we have Russell Cook, and he's representing uh, the Howard Finster's or Howard Finster's Paradise Garden. Is that the official yeah. title? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hello, gentlemen. How are we? Doing well. Yeah, uh, pretty good. Let's. Um, I guess let's start with, with you, Russell. Tell us a little bit. Uh, you know, I've heard of uh, Howard Finster's Paradise Garden. I, I will admit, shamefully, I've never been there, but it's on my list. It's on my list. Right. Tell folks about it. Uh, you know, world famous artist. Uh, right here in our neck of the woods is is being celebrated and remembered and his artwork can be seen. Tell tell us a little bit more about it.
2: Okay. Uh Howard Finster is a self taught artist, um from Somerville, Pennville specifically. Uh and he started when he was I guess in his fifties, making art. Around then, uh he was a retired preacher. And then he started making art out of just things that he found. Uh so he he thought that people would forget his sermons by the time they got home from church. But if he could put it in a visual form, then they could remember it. So that was the, the idea behind the garden. And he just started accumulating things, building. Uh, It eventually grew to about two and a half, three acres. And he has the record arguably tied pretty close with Picasso. Uh, He's got about 46,000 numbered pieces of art. Wow. Um, and you are an, you are an art person
0: by trade. You're an artist. You teach art. Right. You love art. Right. You're an artist. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background. Uh,
2: when I was in junior high school, my art teacher told me that I should go check out Howard Finster's Paradise Garden, and my parents took me out there, and I was I was blown away because it's a it's visual overload with all the stuff that is there. So I decided that's what I wanted to do. Uh, my my teacher sent me out there because I was making bright, flat, colorful pictures. And when I went to art school at the University of Georgia, that's when, I realized, yeah, that's when I realized how uh, unusual Howard Finster was as an artist, uh, because that's not what they teach there at all. But they very much respect it. And it was through kind of the influence of college art programs, art professors from around the southeast that he came to national recognition.
0: So what is his style? Again, I'm a complete novice. I know nothing about art. But, so what is his style, if you had to kind of describe it?
2: Okay. Uh, it tends to be bright, flat paintings. Uh, he has a sense of depth with his paintings, but not really through light and shadow, if that's not getting too much into the weeds. Uh, he, he can have a sense of distance with his paintings. But they are covered with writings, uh, sayings that he comes up with, um, almost visual sermons, sometimes with sermon aspects written on the work. Uh, really really i mean it's absolutely unique um and he's probably the most well known folk artist self-taught artist in in the world wow, and right in our backyard and and obviously he's no longer with us when did, when did he pass or when did he passed around ninety nine two thousand two thousand one okay. sometime in that ballpark okay
0: um and we'll circle back around uh, certainly want to get more information from you um but also want to want to get to our our other guest here Daniel how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Tell us a little bit about what you guys do. So let me guess. It's the opposite of art.
3: Yeah. (laughs) We take any garbage. We take it to land. That's what we're all about. Um, But I mean, so uh, we're a temporary dumpster rental company. So that basically means we like, if you want to clean out your house, if you want to clean out your garage, if you got junk laying around in the yard or something, you call us, we can bring a small dumpster out, you fill it up and might keep it a week or two weeks and fill it up call us back we'll come pick it up take it to the landfill and that's it and you don't have to really
0: worry about going to the landfill so it's it's like one-offs do you have any permanent we're
3: look we're looking at that in the future i mean that's always a (laughs) that's always an option especially in this industry and we get a lot of calls about it because you know just to be honest with you Well, going back, the whole reason my dad started this division of our company is because he was in landscaping and that industry. And there would be a lot of cases where he needed a dumpster really fast. And, Uh. you know, he's pretty successful guy. So he had the means to say, you know what, I'm just going to buy my own truck and dumpsters <laughs> because, uh, it w- it would always take a really long time to get one like a week. And you're talking about a two day job. And so he started that. And so when I graduated high school, he said, why don't you just try growing it and stuff. And I took it from one truck and 10 dumpsters to like five trucks. And we have over a hundred containers right
0: now. Wow. So it's and really growing. I I, t- I took a quick look around your website. It's Various sizes. Yeah. So can fill just about any need. Yep. So, so like give me, give me examples where the, you know, a person who never thought they'd need a dumpster, this may something at, you've had a yard sale and this is stuff left over yeah. that wasn't bought. It's okay. amazing. So
3: I'll, it's so funny. I mean, people will call and, you know, you can imagine I talk to a lot of people every day. I mean, it's a family business. So there's, there's only two possible people who, who's going to answer the phone. That's either me or my dad. So that's good. When you call Mulkey, you talk to a Mulkey. So that's good. But, Um, I had a lady call one time and she was like, you know, I need the smallest dumpster you got. And I'm like, what are you looking to put out? Well, I got three mattresses. I have a uh some home furniture, and I'm like, ma'am, I really think you should go up in size. I re- you know, so anyway, we deliver it not two hours later. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you send me? A, can you send me? Uh, actually, I'll take two more of those sizes if you got. i like, ma'am, let's let's go up to the net size. I'm gonna. I'm trying to help you save money at this point. You know, so it's it's one of those things you get to deal with the public. And I was just thinking about what he brought up. It's so amazing this community that we have. we're surrounded by so many different projects happening and different ways to be involved in the community. And I was just on WRGA this morning and I was talking to him about it's so cool getting to ride around town and seeing our red dumpsters out. You feel like you have a small part in these projects and the growth of the community. So that's something big that I, I really like about the industry we're in.
0: Well, and it, it—I guess it could be—it could be anything. It could be somebody moving and downsizing. Right. It, it's just stuff you got to get rid of. It's, yeah, yeah.
3: And we do the bigger construction jobs too. We yeah. had those huge. We got one just around the corner right here um, at the townhomes they're building. But um, we do everything from the garage. Class. I had an older lady at our church walk up. I need I need one of those dumpsters. I'm like, I got the one for you. It's only about this tall and about 14. You know that kind of thing. So we we do it all. We try to really meet the needs of. Everybody needing to get rid of junk in some way.
0: Well, and it's interesting from just a business perspective that you said your father was in landscaping. Yeah, kind of saw a need.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And that we we like celebrating business on this show, the entrepreneurial idea that that says, you know, oh, hey, here here's here's something we can do better for ourselves, and maybe provide this service to others.
3: Absolutely. And, and
0: when did so when did this start for you? so
3: so my dad and his business partner started a dumpster rental business like in the alabama area years ago and uh they sold it and got out of it my dad really wasn't interested in it anymore it got to the point technology wasn't there to where everything was on paper you know what i'm saying like you're trying to keep track of 50 dumpsters by paper it's hard you know and so uh we circle back around to now and he starts it back up due to that need again and And so I did it about a year using an Excel spreadsheet and some paper stuff. And I'm like, I got to figure out how to automate this thing. So that's when we came up with the website idea, found a great company who provides the software for us. And now I can run the business right here on my cell phone. And it's amazing. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And it's cost our business to grow. I was looking at where we were last year. We're like 150% growth in sales from where we were just this time last year
0: good for you. So, yeah. and so how long have you been really pushing it yourself here? Um, uh, so
3: I graduated high school in 16. I worked for a friend of our families for a couple of years learning their business. Um, and then, so
0: just the last two or three years.
3: Yeah. I mean, really 18, I think 18 is when I really started pushing it. Yeah. Uh, but I remember some days we'd have that, like I said, that one truck and 10 boxes. I remember going a day, not talking to anybody, not making a single sale. I would be, uh, I would be sitting in my office like, you know, and dad's walking in after a long day doing landscaping. And he's like, what do we do? You know, like, and I'm like, damn, we got to start advertising and different. I remember when I brought up, it; I think it was like a thousand dollars to make a website. And he goes, you ain't got, you know, we got that. And I'm like, but we can. And now it's become one of our biggest uh revenue, uh you know, streams for us. And it's just amazing how it's grown oh, so that's
0: that's the old uh you gotta spend money to make True. money argument
3: it's big yeah
0: <laughs> uh yeah i i have a i have a father in business too and mm-hmm. yeah he, yeah so uh i get old school thinking yeah yeah uh, <laughs> of course now i'm old school uh uh, Russell, when did you first get involved with Howard Fensters? I mean, you mentioned that you had gone there as a kid. I right. guess you, your art teacher had said, "Go, go, t- check it out." But kind of as an adult, when did you get involved? Uh, you're on the board of directors, I guess. Right, right. And so, so how has your relationship as an adult grown with the organization?
2: Well, I'm, I'm an art professor at Georgia Highlands College, uh, so I've, I've been to art school for you know bachelor's degree. And I went there for degree. two years, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. Glad to have you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was good. Um, so. Uh, I always kind of kept up with his work and studied his work. I'm a musician as well. So I played at one of the early uh, Finsterfests around 2002 or so. Uh, So I've I've kind of been back and of course I'm I'm from the area, you know, I grew up in Fairmount, so not that far away. Uh, But I've been on the board for, I guess this is the fourth year, most probably Uh, my department head at the time, John Hershey was on the board and, uh, asked if I would be interested in kind of contributing in that way um as a as an art educator, you know it kind of helps to promote that through the community and through the students and just bring awareness to his place
0: well and you mentioned Finsterfest, I know right. that's coming up first of all, kind of tell us what it is and and more details on the one that's coming up
2: uh it is. 60 folk artists, craft artists. Uh, there are three stages with music, and it's it's for two days. This year it's October 9th and 10th. It was in May previously, but due to the pandemic, they pushed it back, which I'm thrilled about because the weather is nicer to be out there in October. <laughs> There's a lot that goes on in October, but the weather is nicer. Um, so they have artist tents, and people come and, and shop, basically. So you tour around, and you see – all the work of Howard Finster, or the work that's in the garden, which is you know, the vast majority of it. And then the work of sixty or so individual artists who travel mostly from around the southeast, but some from further, uh, to set up a tent and and sell what they do. Um and then music to enjoy while you walk around. So you could spend half a day or more at the garden alone without all the, the sixty other artists who are there. So Right.
0: Um well one of the things we want to we also like to talk about here is the relationship organizations have with the chamber. Obviously this is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. Uh Daniel is is um just tell us about your involvement in the chamber and and
3: Yeah, so I'm a new I just joined recently and I was just telling him I said uh, I had a friend of mine who I graduated with, uh, Luke Fuller. He called me. They were doing one of the uh, I guess the uh, what do you call it? membership the drive membership drive there you go I'm new I'm I'm still learning and so he calls me and he goes Daniel you need to join the chamber and I'm like you know what I've been meaning to so yeah you know just give me a second I'll call you back let me let my dad know you know like I said he's old school you know dad we gotta we gotta do this stuff and so not two seconds later, I get a call from, uh, Steve Graves and, uh, he, he's a friend of ours. He goes to church with us and he goes, uh, Daniel, you got to join the chamber. And he's, he won't let you get off the phone. That's why he sells so many houses. He just will not leave you alone. And so he got my card right there and he, mm-hmm. he got it in the book. So I felt bad. He told me him and Luke were on the same team, so I better make sure they were. <laughs> I think they were yeah. Okay, good. good.
0: Well, and, and Thomas, we've touched on this before, but, um, uh, the The membership drive was incredibly successful. Oh, excuse me, there. Uh, so, just talk about how the, the give. Just give us the the chamber's benefits to people. What's your, What's your sales pitch to get guys like Daniel and and uh, Russell here to join the chamber, which they've done. Now, now let's get some more.
1: Well, obviously they they. Um... Join during our membership drive. And the membership drive is was designed, you know, like uh, friends kind of like, you know, tell them about the chamber and, you know, tell them about the benefits and um, tell them, hey, you know, you got to join just to take advantage of all the benefits that the chamber has for you guys. For instance, just this uh, podcast here, um, you know, that ac- ac- exposure, you, you know, we got published this on the Rom News Tribune website. We have over f- 50,000 uh, readership there. And the ribbon cutting you experienced at uh, last week, um, and you know the newspapers, there just the exposure of it, you know, um, to the outside public. But then within the chamber, I call it the chamber family, and you become chamber family members now. You know, just all these different networking opportunities that we have. You know, you just come up, come to these different meetings. We have different times, different subjects, and um, it's just a great way to, to build your business or your organization with the connections we have. And I always say, you know, just don't hesitate just to call, you know, and say, Hey, you know, even your dad, if, if, if there are any new trends or, you know, or if, if you, you know, just have a question and you don't find any answers ask us because we are connected and we'll find an answer for you.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. There's huge. I mean, the, I'm young in, in running a business and so there's a lot I'm learning. There's a lot of, I've had to be taught from dad who's been in business as long as he has and there's extreme value in relationships and business. I mean, it's, you know, that is just so important and getting, like talking with people every day, learning, you know, different experiences and getting to interact with different business owners, especially in the commercial industry and others around Rome. I mean, there's extreme value in connecting with each other. Right. I mean, right. Especially here in Rome where it's such a unique hotbed of just different businesses interacting. And it's, you know, it's not a small town, but it, it you feel close
1: right what, and what it's a, it's a traditional uh, marketing tool you know right. like the face to face you know conversation which is still important you know Absolutely. but it's also nice and beautiful to you know incorporate all these new things that you millennials brought up <laughs> uh you know for instance in podcast I, th- I
0: think he's actually younger than millennial i don't know <laughs>
1: um, you're a gen Z-er, even uh, even better i don't even know i'm 23 uh, whatever yeah, that is i, don't I know think, yeah i think you're the first one from the general Zers. i uh, i'm, the, I'm of, from the, from the google era just google it right yeah. and th- they're supposed to be even smarter than the millennials by the way um but uh, you know just incorporate the new things with traditional things and just you know Thinking outside the box—that's what we do right here—and you know, just telling stories—and that's that's what you do with it with the dumpster. And I mean, when I went through the list, and you know, uh, sometimes you just think, "What is this business doing?" But you know, now you you have a really a story to tell. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just a dumpster. I mean, mm-hmm. you have interact with people all the time, and it's just fascinating. It's so funny. I w- we,
3: i just had a conversation with our drivers. You know, um, we have a small group of people, I mean, a small family. I mean, we're not, we do well, but it's like, you know, you have a handful of people who are working there. And I was telling him at the end of the day, it's about customer service and knowing why we do what we do. At the end of the day, it's not about get, getting a dumpster out. It's about how do we provide for all of these families who are now interconnected with this business? You know, it's it's about... Uh, how do we provide for Daniel's family? How do we provide for Danny, my dad's family? How do we provide for Kevin's family, my driver, Dwight, my driver, Sammy, my Lance, my driver? We all have, you know, I have a new family. Uh, a driver, Lance, has a new family. It's like, how do we grow this thing to where everyone can benefit from the collective here? It's not about, you know, something my dad taught me very early on, and it's hard, you know, as a younger person, trying to lead people who are older than you you know what I'm saying and it's right. not uh, he taught me very early on it just because your name is on something it really doesn't mean anything at all right. it ha- at the end of the day if anything you have more stress you have more responsibility and I've grown up with people you know maybe even looking at me like you know this guy's got it easy his dad owns a business you know it, it business is so much more complicated than that and you sacrifice so much more than people even recognize like I was uh, having a conversation with my wife I was like you know sometimes you know you almost feel uh, you know, for me personally, I feel blessed to be able to do what I do. And sometimes you might think, you know, maybe there's more I could do in different areas. And my wife is like, do you realize you have been on the phone on your cell phone from like 6am to 10 o'clock at night, and you don't even realize it? Like you're doing, you're doing what you're supposed to do. But you know, as business people, you just, you get in that mindset, and you don't even realize what you're sacrificing at some points. But yeah, back, back to my point, it's about family. It's about how do we grow this thing together as a unit so it benefits everybody in the long run?
0: Well, and back to your uh, back to your age, you mentioned your cell phone. I bet you don't even remember a time before cell phones, but I digress.
3: I did. I do remember a flip. I have one flip phone, and that was.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm so old. I used to when I, when I was when I was a kid. I joked that I I was my dad's remote control. He would snap his fingers <laughs> yeah. and say, you know. Boy, put it on Gunsmoke or, yep. you know, go, ch- go change. Yep. But you don't remember a time before remote control. Uh, it is interesting. You have a traditional business model. You're trying to grow your business. You guys are not a traditional business model at all. You're, you're foundation-supported, ticket sales-supported. What 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 do you need from the community to help support you guys at, at uh, Howard Finster's Paradise Garden?
2: Uh, come visit. Would be would be the the best thing. Yeah. Uh, also, we have three Airbnbs, which are are newish. Uh, there's one very new one, uh, and there's there's a duplex and then a bungalow. Uh, they they're great Airbnbs. They've got five star ratings, as far as I know. It's still a five star. Um, if you stay at the Airbnb, you get a key to the garden, so you can wander around by yourself at night. Uh, the only other people who would be there would be anybody else who rented the other Airbnb. Um, oh, so, interesting. And, and it's lit up at night, uh, so you can walk around. It's, it's a fantastic place, but to have the ability to just kind of explore it on your own is really, really nice. And it's,
0: it's a few acres. How big uh, is
2: it? It's about two and a half, three acres. Yeah. We recently would just opened what last week or so, uh, an art center, uh, which was a part of an old part of the garden that had been cut out. And then we were able to purchase it back uh, about a year or two ago. So, um, it's it's um, kind of a lot to see there. Um, and you mentioned place. you mentioned he
0: w- he was a former former preacher, right? So is is most of the art? Would you would you say is it faith
2: based or is it? It's very much faith based. Now yeah. he also has uh, has things that are are just portraits of people that he knows. You know, people in the community, uh, for example. There is a show up uh, now called Somerville Collects, and it is all. It's really kind of. Fenster artwork from a great era, kind of, you know, there's with any artist, there's kind of, you know, an arc uh, for their productivity and, and all that and what is sought after.
0: Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and so uh, the stuff that is up now is really kind of prime Fenster stuff that people who knew him personally bought from him because they liked him and his work. Whereas as his reputation grows later, you know, international collectors and, and all of that. Uh, and it becomes less personal, I guess, in a way. I mean, it, it's still him making all the work. But the the show that is up now inside the visitor center uh, is is fantastic Fenster stuff. In addition to everything else at the garden,
0: this is going to show my complete ignorance of of the form of art and and uh, you know I said that off the top. I don't know what I'm talking about. Right.
2: How does one become world famous? For <laughs> him, it was nonstop work. I think I'm I'm guessing he must have worked 18 hours a day. You know, something like that. Um, he had you know grandkids help him do menial task as far as the work goes, but it's pretty much all him. So I think he just worked constantly and he was a great self-promoter. I, m- I remember going when I was a kid and he would be sitting on the front porch on Sunday playing banjo and talking to everybody that came up and telling stories. He he loved that interaction
1: and it comes through in his artwork uh, as well. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I, I, I've been there maybe 10 times in the past eight years and there's always something new to discover. And there's a movie I encourage you to, to watch and actually his 3,000-something uh, odd piece is the appearance at Johnny Carson's on uh, the Late Night Show. This there we is go. His, his, That's fantastic. Yeah. So that pushed him to another level. So, um, you know, he was not afraid. He was just him. I encourage everybody listening uh, to watch that piece. Go, go up there. They they show that movie all the time. And also, R.E.M. Um, I, I, I
0: wonder if it's on YouTube.
1: Probably. And then uh, <laughs> R.E.M. and the Talking Heads, you know, they uh, came to the garden and they... Uh, Shot the video like Radio Free Europe, um, uh, was sh- first you know, video, yeah. so uh, that circles back to you know the Athens connection. I'm a musician so, too, by the way, oh yeah, yeah. So, um, he and if you look through the guest book that you can sign, I mean, you have visitors from all over the globe coming there,
0: yeah. The, that's interesting because it's, it's easy to understand how a if, if you're a movie star or a TV star, you're in everybody's home, or ne- you know, the, your work gets distributed, a singer, you know. As Thomas knows, I'm a big fan of Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley's known worldwide because those records go, you know. Right. But for an, the artist, it's that one piece of work, and people have to come to it but
2: sounds like he got a little help from a music video and a pop on Johnny Carson. and Ab- Absolutely. And, and when he's on Carson, do look that up. It, it has to be on YouTube somewhere. Uh, he, he owns the stage. He is a- absolutely not shy. Uh, he's wearing a suit. He had a cousin who made band uniforms. So most of his suits are, are kind of big, lots of cloth, shiny, you know, uh, and he plays the banjo and he sings and
1: he just walks around the stage and, blows everybody you he, okay. ran the show i yeah. mean uh johnny yeah, didn't yeah, he yeah. couldn't say anything you know it was just 15 minutes uh just howard it was yeah. it was amazing he sounds like quite a character yeah. uh in addition to an artist also yeah. uh um the coke bottles right for the olympic games right, he right. designed those as well that pushed yeah. him up too yeah um
0: so there, there—that answers my question. World famous, yeah. not only from
2: his talent, but just getting the exposure to his talent and, and his work. And I mean, the garden is his biggest work of art. Um, but he also made forty-six thousand numbered pieces that went elsewhere. So you know, his stuff is is able for people to
0: find it you know and and you mentioned earlier i mean that number is staggering to me but is that even staggering in the art
2: world i mean oh yeah yeah vermeer made maybe 30 paintings or so and they're all fantastic you know uh but picasso is the only other artist that has a number like that who is incredibly productive i doodle (laughs) same same
0: yeah I told him before the show, I said, perhaps I need to have a psychologist look at my doodles to see what they reveal about because it ain't art. I don't, you know, it's just, it just, it looks like something that could be hauled off in a dumpster when I do it. I I was just thinking the same thing.
3: If you, if you go to our office and look at my calendar, I'm just where I'm talking to people all day. I'm just drawing on it. That's Uh, super interesting though. I've, I think I've heard of it, but I'm going to go visit. That's really cool. Sounds great.
0: Yeah, yeah and, it's, and it's it's in northwest georgia i mean it's amazing obviously the podcast here we're on the internet so anybody can be hearing us around the world right. but right. uh um, you know if you're in the rome floyd county area chatuga county uh it's you know right up 27 to somerville and um very convenient and um and you, you said you've you're encouraging everybody to go you've been there a yeah, bunch of times. Yeah, yeah and
1: yeah and we collaborated actually we have the chamber uh, in somerville as well so uh you know we are, we are working together because, you know, we, we are sending them folks from our county uh, there and, you know, it's part of, you know, the work uh, live play uh, mentality that we have, you know, unfortunately, it's not within our county lines, but we don't have any tro- uh, problems, you know, sending them to, right. su- to such a beautiful place.
0: Just business is business. Let's help each other out.
1: Just come back to our hotels. (laughs) (laughs) When your your Airbnb (laughs) is full.
0: (laughs) Come Come eat at our restaurants. (laughs) Come walk up and down Broad Street. Uh, Okay, great. Uh, Just Let's kind of go around here and wrap up a little bit. Primarily, any final thoughts, if there's anything you want to get out there that maybe we haven't touched on yet. But uh, I want to touch on your contact information. How can people follow you, connect with you, social media, websites, phone numbers, Uh, like at, at the gardens, maybe what your traditional hours are and your, the cost for tickets, things like that. Um, so go ahead,
2: Russell. Uh, it is paradise garden. If you do a Google search, I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's paradise garden. Foundation.org, uh, okay. something like that. But if you Google Howard Fenster Paradise Garden, I should know the address, but I don't. There we go. Uh, ordinary admission is $15, and it's open from 10 to 5. Uh, but for Fensterfest, it is $5, so a third of the cost. If you if you haven't gone yet, that's a great time to go. Uh, and, and that is October 9th and 10th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m.
0: Um, and what, um, don't have a calendar in front of me, but what days of the week is that? Uh, that is
2: Saturday and Sunday. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it's normally open weekdays. To, right. Yeah. Uh,
2: it is closed on Monday, Okay, but it's, but it's open the rest of the time.
0: Gotcha. And, uh, are you guys on Facebook?
2: Uh, we are okay. Face- Facebook and Instagram and all of that.
0: All of the social stuff that, uh that everybody has to have these days um daniel what about you guys if somebody if somebody's looking at their garage and they're thinking i really need to clean that out and half of it needs to go to the landfill what what who do they call
3: mulkey dumpster rental (laughs) uh phone number 706 236 9273 or we like to say 706 236 yard y-a-r-d and then um if you're good with a Interacting with websites, you can use our website. It's Rome Dumpster Rental dot com. Just Rome Dumpster Rental dot com. You can order a, a dumpster completely online. Has all of our various sizes on there. I created a coupon code a podcast. You can get ten percent off any order. um So yeah, call us anytime. We'll be there.
0: Wow, he's he's taking advantage of the podcast to create a coupon. Like I did not ask you this earlier. We are joking about people misunderstanding underestimating what they needed i'm tongue-tied today um like what are the sizes
3: we have anything so like the smallest dumpster we have is like a 10 yard dumpster those are 14 feet long only about two and a half feet high and seven feet wide so those are great like for flooring projects or like if you just have a ton of trash bags like you're cleaning out a house all the way up to a 30 yard dumpster which is 22 feet long six feet high, seven and a half feet wide, and you could basically clear a whole house and put it in there, basically. It might take a couple, depending on what your house looks like, but <laughs> it depends on how much junk you got, but yeah.
0: Wow. Uh, Thomas, final thoughts?
1: I just wanted to add, you know, uh, the word dumpster is actually pretty young. It's like, you know, not even 100 years old. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because it's like uh, the term in
3: the industry is roll-off. You know, because it, it rolls off the back of the truck. We have that, and then you have container or trash container, trash dumpster. And I, so when we were coming up with the name and domain, I was like, dumpster. I like the way dumpster sounds. So that's <laughs> what I It Sounds cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. There, there used to be a company called Dempster Dumpster from knoxville uh tennessee yeah, and they, they there's, came a lot, up, yeah there's a they, lot of funny names yeah you can so do.
3: we went straight with it we just our, <laughs> our last name was good enough for us <laughs> so uh that's an interesting thing
1: yeah you know um i always uh, encourage our guests to uh collaborate to exchange uh, uh business cards contacts and you never know how you know you guys can take advantage of each other you know yeah. i mean uh a dumpster your dumpster is red you know but mm-hmm. it carries a message as well i've seen murals you know and you're all over the place and yeah. i know you remodel all the time and you, yep. you you're building stuff and um uh, you know maybe you can collaborate that and it, it would be awesome to see like a Howard finster ish uh, <laughs> multi-container <you> <laughs> cool. uh yeah. somewhere on broad street you know when yeah. they remodel uh you know one of those homes there that yeah. would be awesome that's a great
0: idea Listen, look, look, look at Thomas creating connections. Hey, uh, you need a job. We'll hire. <laughs> we, do, we do love creating connections. Well, thanks, everybody, so much. Um, this has been fantastic. As always, we appreciate everybody listening. This has been the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We're broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. For Thomas Kislet. I'm Roger Maness. Thanks for listening.